You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to pre preview in tonight's game against the Los Angeles Clippers going down at home. We're going to talk about that, plus why the month of February is the most important month for the Chicago Bulls this season. We're going to get into all that and more right, right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, we got game day coming up. Bulls have uh, had two days of rest. They're going to have a lot of rest over the course of this week, but we are facing the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, this is a team that I personally feel like if the Clippers ever somehow get healthy, can absolutely be a championship contender. They're playing a little bit better now. Um, I like the way that we potentially match up against them on paper. I, I look at them as potentially being kind of how we match up against Boston in a lot of ways, in my opinion. Um, but, Pat, how do you feel about this matchup with the Clippers? Why Leonard been balling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, this is fast. that's how I feel about this matchup, dog. This is fast. Like, listen, I feel like we can uh, again. Everything that we've been through this season, I'm not worried about the top teams. We'll probably have a very competitive game uh, tonight. Uh, I feel like we can compete with the Clippers. I do feel like very much like you, right? Like that we match up. I don't know if we match up well, right? I think we match up okay. It also depends on uh, who's going and who's not for them in this mm. game. Uh, but Kawhi Leonard has been absolutely on a tear this last little stretch. And I'm going to be honest with you, that scares the mess out of me. I mean, you look at it, you look at his last five, dog, 32 and 8, 27 and 3, 25 and 9, 30 and 9, uh, 36 and 4. He added seven assists twice in that span, right? So I think that's the guy you really have to look out for. But it, it really just depends on what team they, they, they put on the court, dog, because, right, like, I believe that when they're all there, they're one of the best teams and should be one of the favorites to win the NBA championship. Mm -hmm. But are they all going to be there? That's the main question. I don't know what the injury report is looking like just yet, but uh, PG and Kawhi have been on the court at the same time. So that's something that does, I mean, at a minimum, it excites me to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we have an answer for both of those guys defensively. So that concerns me a little bit as well. But the Clippers are a team that we can um that the Bulls can will find a way to compete against, and it'll probably come down to how they play in the last four or five minutes of this game um, to decide who comes out as the victor in this. But we've seen this. We've seen this all year. Like you said with the Celtics, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, we're not supposed to be beating that team. Now, yeah. the difference is they've got Ivan Zubak, uh, who's been – I love Zubak, bro. Z Zubak is – Zubak's a nice player, dog, and I think the thing is, right, like – He's so it, – it really depends on which Zubak you get, right? Because I've seen Ivan Zubak have games versus legit big men where he's uh, plus 28 in the uh, in the in the plus minus. Mm -hmm. And I've seen him versus uh, – last game versus Cleveland, I believe he put up uh, two points. 
I think, in 22 minutes of play or 23 minutes of play, something like that, and uh, was a negative 29 because he was getting cooked all night. He, I mean, he was getting destroyed all night. So, again, it just depends. And one of the things is the most difficult. Now, the Clippers are right in the middle of the pack. They're right around uh, 15th uh, as far as rebounds per game. But the thing that's so hard to predict about this Clippers team is that we just haven't seen their full lineup together very much at all. Out of the 53 games that they played, Kawhi Leonard's played, like, I think 25, 20, 26 of them. Uh, Paul George has only played a little bit over 30 as well. So, like, it's hard to really predict how you can match up against a team that you just don't see their full lineup out there very often. So, uh, the only one that's injured out of their starters, uh, Marcus Morris is expected to be out. John Wall's also out. Uh, Reggie Jackson's day-to-day, -day, at least listed right now. Robert Covington's also listed as day-to-day. -day. Uh, so, outside of Zubak, though, they're a pretty small team up front. So, you know, even though Moses Brown is on that team, he has not played very much at all this season um, after they just re-signed him. Um, so he's only averaged eight and a half minutes. He's checked into 34 games, but hasn't not played very many minutes. So it's not a team with a lot of length and a lot of size. So this is a, a, a team that I think the the fact that we don't use Drummond, uh, Derrick Jones Jr. is going to be out there. Where they list Nicholas Batum as their backup center, so that kind of works in our favor there. I would like to see, honestly, Billy Donovan come into this game and not play the matchups. Play Drummond because Batum should not be able to do anything against Drummond. Play Drummond. That's what I want to see this game, especially with, with Derrick Jones Jr. being listed as probable right now. Yeah, and I think that's the I think that's the question mark coming into this, right? Because the better coach in this matchup to me is absolutely Tyloo. Uh he's the better oh, tactician sure. to me. He's he's got he actually adjusts in game to what's happening. Um I, I feel like that that Tyloo is is somebody that listen, can expose the Bulls' weaknesses 110%. Uh, and I think the big thing that you have to focus on coming into this game is what are the other guys going to do? I think this is a game where you'll probably see Zach Levine be able to um, get off more than anybody else, right? I think Kawhi Leonard is going to be on DeMar DeRozan mo most of the night. That's going to be a tough matchup for DeMar no matter what, right? Like, it doesn't matter who you're playing against uh, or who you're putting up against Kawhi Leonard. It's always going to be a tough matchup. Um, and, and I think you probably see PG on Zach, which which he'll allow Zach to get his bucket so that he can score on the other end a little bit. But the tough part's going to come in, right? Because now you're relying on your other guys to do. Hey, can Booch go to work? Can Pat Will go to work? Can Iota Sumu step up? Right? Like now you're looking at the the rest of these guys and you're saying, hey, we need you guys to step up in these moments. That's the only way the Bulls are going to compete. I mean, when you look at the 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 Clippers, dog, you're talking about a team that essentially they don't play everybody a lot, but the 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 players that do play. 15 or more minutes you're talking about going 10 deep 11 yeah. deep on that team yeah. we don't have that right now so you guys got to step up in these moments yeah we're gonna have to have big nights from the role players and patrick williams is gonna have to continue his his good play over the last dozen games he's averaging like 13 and a half points matter of fact the month of january has been the best month of his career uh averaging almost 13 points per game on almost 50 percent shooting from the field and 42 percent from three and chipping in five rebounds a game so like we need to see that continue, Patrick Williams. This is going to be a game where we, we, we're going to need at least one to two of our role players and a player off the bench probably step up in a major way because you look at it, like you said, Kawhi on, on DeMar is going to be a very interesting matchup that's not going to be easy. And Paul George, when he wants to lock in defensively, can be a, a very solid defensive player. So this is going to be a game where – and then Zubak on Vooch. Like this is going to be a game where your big three have tough matchups. So you're going to have to step up, and that's been one of the things that has really hurt this team in some of these matchups is that when we need a role player to step up, when we absolutely need it, they don't. Yeah. So 
you know, hopefully we get that big contribution, whether it be from Pat, whether it be from Io, whether it be from Gorn or Caruso or, or DJJ, if he plays, we're going to need something. And this may be a game, and I'm not, not trying to get on the bandwagon of play the rook, but this may be a game in which you may have to give Dalen Terry some, some tick just to get a spark if needed because you just don't know. But it's not happening. We know that's, it's not that's happening. A, that's, a, that's a tough yeah. game to throw him in. I ain't going to lie to you, dog. I mean <laughs> – it is, but at the end of the day, in, listen, uh, you, listen, we, we, this this is Sparta. You, 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 either, you either sink or you swim. <laughs> no, but this ain't the All State Arena you playing in here. Like, nah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that. And here's the one thing that I also need to see, right? Like mm-hmm. we're saying that these are tough matchups. That doesn't mean that you guys can shy away, right? That's, That's true. true. They, yeah. they still have to run the offense. They still have to be able to make play. Vooch still has to be able to get active down low. Uh, I think Zach Levine still has to be able to drive aggressively to the bucket, right? They're not big enough to keep Zach out of the bucket. Zubak helping over opens up things for Vooch. I want to see DeMar DeRozan, you know, it, it's play within the system. But I'm going to be real with you. This is a game where if you can, if you can get past Kawhi, get past Kawhi. Because that's really going to break down what they're able to do defensively. Um, and and for the love of God, Io, knock down an open shot. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking yeah. you to knock down all of them, just some of them. You know what I mean? And the thing that worries me is that the Clippers' last game uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Kawhi nor Paul George even checked into that game. So they're coming into this one real fresh. Yeah, yeah. and But, I mean, Bulls in a similar situation. I mean, Bulls yeah. haven't played in what? two days since, since saturday yeah man like they they are fresh like it's, mm. dang it is since saturday yeah you almost going into three days there i mean that that's that's a team that that's fresh yeah it's four days in the last week right you got i mean it didn't look like y'all were playing for a couple of them games so you might as well have set them out uh <laughs> so i'm not you know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> they should be ready to go you know we should be talking about one, oh. guy, one team having fresh legs and the other man that is hilarious. Well, <laughs> talking about fresh legs, let's talk about one of our fresh new partners, and that's FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, and that's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you, you can bet Super Bowl 57 with no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Pat. So we kind of briefly touched on it um, in that first segment, but we do want to go over the injury report uh, in whole, just kind of looking at things. So Derek Jones Jr. right now is listed as probable for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, They also list uh, the Clippers list. John Wall out. Uh, uh, Marcus Morris Jr. is out uh, for them as well. Um, And then Reggie Jackson is listed as day to day. So, uh, what do you when you when you see that the Derek Jones Jr. who's been our backup center who's been the energy guy who's come in and really changed the pace of some games always has a highlight real dunk or near when he always seems like he's about to yam on somebody's head. How do you feel about us be, being down Derek Jones Jr. and Javante Green? They're two of our biggest energy pieces. We know we're going to be without Javante for a while, but to mi- be missing him if we do end up missing him in this game, what do you think? 
I think it means that Billy Donovan needs to adjust his mindset and you shouldn't be shortening your lineup. Mm. And I feel like that's what we see. You know, I, I feel like they're, we're seeing uh, the bench get shorter and people having to, to – I mean, like, has Vooch sat down? Vooch is still running right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Vooch just yeah. don't sit down no more. Like, there was, there was times at the beginning of the season I loved it when Andre Drummond would come in and Vooch just would be gone for 15 yeah. minutes. And then he would come back. And you'd be like, fresh. hey, this is really fresh Vooch. Yeah. He's cooking out here right now. So really fresh Vooch. That sounds that sounds tough. That's one That's letter tough. away from it being pretty bad there, brother. <laughs> one letter away from it being bad. <laughs> I love this show. Oh, that's some really fresh Vooch right there. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Voochie! That doesn't make it any better. Oh man, that's funny. Oh, Continue wow. your point, yeah, brother. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I feel like right, like we've seen Billy Donovan just really go to this lineup that that puts the strain on the rest of the team, and that's it, not that's not a recipe for winning. And, and you're not adding in the rook. You're not adding in right. Like you, you, you basically were just like, hey, we just don't have a center anymore. If Vooch is out, right, we're gonna go to. Uh, it was DJJ for a little while in there at center, and then Patrick Williams was playing the center. Yeah, I forgot right? that re- game re- we saw. Yeah, re- remember at the beginning of the season when we were joking about? I-, I remember them being like, "We might try Pat at some center," and we were like laughing, like, "There's no way that they'll try Patrick Williams at center. Like, th- it wouldn't even make sense, right?" And we're seeing Patrick Williams get in there at center, like fairly consistently over the last three, four games. I mean, AK did say that he wants to see Patrick Williams play some small ball center. So, I mean. But it shouldn't be every time. And if you have a legitimate big man on your team, the small ball. That's healthy. It's not like he's hurt. He's just sitting there. I get it. Foul trouble. I get it. He wasn't always playing the best defense. I get all that. Don't get me wrong. But my thing is, is you have a player in your starting lineup that literally plays zero defense. Like, for the most part. Like, let him work his way through it. He's a vet. I get it. Yes, he had a bad stretch of games there. And I even get cutting his minutes for a little while. But at the end of the day, when you have matchups where you need some size, where you need some energy, and especially games like this where your lineup, you're facing a team that's going to go eight, nine deep, play play drumming, bro. Like, what's the worst? Like, even if he does get in foul trouble, okay, you sit him down. Well, I, here's the thing, right? I get it, right? It's easy to say that, right? It's, it's That's true. What, what if he gets in foul trouble? But the problem is, right, him getting in foul trouble puts the other team in the bonus. They got in the bonus We do that really anyway, early. though. They we got, do that anyway. But, but it's the difference between being in the bonus at eight minutes left in the quarter versus being in the bonus with three minutes left in the quarter. <laughs> yeah. like that, that's a big difference. You know what I mean? It's very easy. And the, and the thing is, right, with how the refs have been calling it, you can't leave this is a chance. True. Now, the, the yeah. one thing that I will say is that that doesn't mean don't play him. I think it makes it tough to play him if a guy like DeMar DeRozan is out there or if a guy like um, – if you've got really just like Alex Caruso out there kind of by himself. I like the lineup that you had originally that was Goran and Drummond because I felt mm-hmm. like it kept him running. He was a defensive anchor for you at times on that lineup. Maybe maybe that's a way you work the rook in, be like go out there and just run, pick, and roll with it. I don't know. But the thing is you, you have a guy on your team that even at his worst, every time he gets in the game, he's able to give you almost double-digit rebounds mm-hmm. and almost double-digit points. That's a piece that you need to not take away, but figure out how to use. That is one moment where I'm absolutely looking at Billy Donovan and saying, hey, bro, you can't just say, I can't figure this out. You don't have that luxury. 
if you had three more big men on the team that you were willing to play, then you'd have that luxury. But every seven-footer that's on this team, you don't want to look his way. Tony I mean, Bradley can't even catch the bus. <laughs> no, he catches the bus. He just probably has to hit. He has to throw a, and, and and loop himself around on the bus, bro. Like lasso himself on the end of it because people forget him all day. Him and Marco, they just be back there on skateboards like the three ninjas chilling out. By the you said ninjas, right? By the way, yeah. uh, Tony Bradley is uh, <laughs> is shooting fifty percent from the field and fifty percent from three. Get that man some minutes. Get that man some minutes. That's hilarious, bro. Uh, that's wild. This is I such just, a. I, I just think with right, like I mean, you look at this, right? Honestly, Andre Drummond overall is playing thirteen minutes a game. BJJ's mm-hmm. fifteen. Javante sixteen. You literally have thirty minutes of your of your lineup that is not playing. Um, Goran Dragic is 16 points a game. Kobe's 21. Caruso, 24, 27, 29. Right, like now you're getting into the starting lineup. It doesn't go that deep when you remove those two. It's literally your bench right now is Caruso, Kobe, Goran, maybe DJ if he's healthy, Andre mm. Drummond. Because Dalen Terry, Dalen Terry don't even have a pick on stat muse, by the way. That's wild. Dalen Terry, Tony Bradley, Marco Simonovic, Carla Jones, and Malcolm Hill do not play. So your bench goes four deep. That's tough when you put point pointed out that way. We gotta see some drum. If we don't see Andre Drum, if if Tony Bradley gets off the bench Andre, before Andre Drum, your bench only goes three deep. Yeah, Alice Caruso, Kobe, and Gorn. And that's all guards. And Caruso's gonna play small ball center at some point in this month. You know, <laughs> you know that's how Billy's throwing it out there. I, I mean, that that's really right. And I think that's a half and half thing, right? Like, I think that is an issue with roster construction. I am looking at AK mm-hmm. and saying, hey, bro, when we look at it this way, like you got a lot of guards that y'all just not throwing out there, and the big man y'all hate. But also, hey, Billy, you got a dude that gives you a double-double almost every time he walks on the court. Put him on the court. That's on you to figure out where he best fits in this scheme. Yeah, hey, I mean, that's it's simple. It's a simple game. You know, shout, shout out to Stacey King. It's a really simple game, bro. Now, Andre, um, do make it hard. Andre, because you'd you be like, just go to the, back to the basket, turn around, put the ball up. Andre Drummond want to back to the basket, pump fake, pump fake, behind the back, pull up. He's been watching DeMar. He's like, like, what the? What? <laughs> He's been watching DeMar. He's like, listen, I can pump fake 15 times. Why not? Um <laughs> He be doing the most OC stuff, bro. I swear to God. Bro, like one time he did this pivot and like shimmy back to the back, and I'm like, there's nobody there. Just what the what, what are you doing? You know, it's it's like it's like when somebody's learning 2K and they learn how to do the post moves, and you like all you had to do is dunk the ball. Like, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> he tried to get that drop stepper badge up. No, but I'd be, I be cool with that. Do the drop stepper, bro. This man grabs the ball. Bro, I swear, he he rebounded the ball at the free throw line one time. Pump fake. But he jumped. He drove. Hezzy spin move, turn around, float it. Just dunk it. It was a point guard down there. Just dunk it on him. You could just... Yeah, I mean, I swear Andre Drummond be forgetting he's seven feet tall sometimes. Oh, for sure. Bro, he thinks he's a guard. Like, he still, like, he thinks he's a guard sometimes. Uh, sorry, go ahead, brother. Can he go to Beijing, bro? Because if he goes to Beijing, I want to see that matchup between him and Dwight Howard. That would be phenomenal. Oh, Drummond killing him, bro. <laughs> Drummond's killing him. I don't know Dwight got the handle, brother. He do got the handle. He, he do, the but, handle. <laughs> but I still think he's killing him. 
Oh man. Well, let's get to the third topic then, my boy. You know, they ain't they ain't paying me this week. So uh, Oh yeah, that's right. You ain't got yeah, no uh segment. They ain't paying I, you this I week. Just, well, just today. You you getting I paid the rest of the week. Um, that's not really how this works, y'all. You know, Buzz gonna be in the comments like, "What do you Pat, mean, Pat? Yeah, <laughs> and oh, they be coming at me. You're not paying Pat Hayes. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> don't come at me. Don't come at my neck. It ain't that type of party. Um, but with that being said, I, I'm looking at February, and not only just because of the storylines into it. Yes, this is the month where. I, by the end of this month, we're going to know if the Bulls are going to make the play-in or not. I, I just feel like it's, it's just simple. We're going to know by not uh, by then. Um, trade deadline coming up. And I really do look at February as this the most important month left in the season. And that's even if the Bulls get to the playoffs because I don't think anybody really expects the Bulls to be able to do much in the playoffs. But when you look at the month of February, Pat, what are some of the things you're looking to happen this month? Whether it be trades, whether it be conversations, whether it be uh, players stepping up, like what what are you, what are you looking for in this month uh, for the for the Bulls? At the point I'm at right now with this team, get through the season unhurt, uh, uninjured. That's 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 what I'm looking for, really, because at this point, right, like I don't think that you're going to make a serious run even to the first round. Um, because guess what? You got to go through another sub 500 team to get through the play. And I'd love for the Bulls to be in the playoffs. I think that there's an opportunity for the Bulls to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% convinced that the Bulls want the Bulls to be in the playoffs because with the heart that they show versus a lot of these teams, there's no way you can sit there and tell us that y'all are trying to get to the playoffs in this in this month. I don't know if y'all going for this long shot Wimbenyana pick, but you don't even own your first round pick, so that'd be dumb this year. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just... I, I would like to see growth. I would like to see steps in the right direction. To be honest with you, right? I'd like to see them play maybe with less of the losses to the sub-500 teams mm. the way that they've played over the last 20 games. Yeah, 12, 12 and 8 in the last 20. Um, it's got a question. It's mediocre. Uh, yeah, complete speculation piece on this. And just knowing AK, knowing he drafted Jokic, even though he got, got him with the second-round pick, if the Bulls did own their own first-round pick outright, do you think – do you think AK would have would have traded away some veterans to go with the way that this season started off? Let's say everything stays the same, but the Bulls own their own first round pick outright. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would have changed the mindset where we're hearing so many of these players are untouchable? Do you think that AK would have looked at this and said, "Listen, we got off to a slow start. Zach's hurt. This, this, and that. Maybe we do look to move tomorrow. Maybe we do look to move Voot so we can get this unicorn and win Bianca to come here." Do you think that they that would have changed the mindset at all? I don't because I think AK, I, I think AK knows, right? Like I think he sees, I mean, you gotta you gotta understand he's seeing his his baby that he built work. Yeah. Denver Nuggets are working. Yeah. The players that he picked had to come back. And so, like, I think he's gonna be a lot more patient. You think about it, right? The Denver Nuggets without Michael Porter Jr., nice team. Okay, right? Like they, they got Jokic, they're amazing. Or he's amazing. They they're they're okay. You add Michael Porter Jr. into that, who missed two years, essentially. And now, all of a sudden, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Are they might are they? They are the best team in the NBA right now, right? Oh, no. Maybe uh, best in the West. Uh, best and then the also West. Jamal Murray, who missed a lot of time as well. He's back Jamal healthy. Um, and, and, and they have stuck with those players, right? They've mm-hmm. been with the kind of... So, right, it doesn't surprise me at all that if AK really thinks... Dog, when Lonzo gets back, we're gonna cook y'all. Like, I get, I get everything y'all seeing now. I get we going through some dark times, some tough times, mm-hmm. we're struggling a little bit. But when Lonzo gets back, we're gonna cook y'all. 
It would not surprise me in the slightest if he believes that. So I don't think having our first round pick would change his mindset because I like that he wants to go with continuity, but I don't think that we have, right? Like it helps with continuity if you have a Jokic already. We don't have a Jokic. Yeah. And that, and that's that's basically, I agree with that. Cause like, it's easier to go with continuity when you draft your generational player, right? Yeah. When you have that on the team, it's an easier sell than that because you have a player that is that, heck, He's now a two-time and maybe a three-time MVP when it's all said and done. I don't think they'll give it to Jokic a third time in a row. But I do like how you pointed out that that it, it just deny, but yeah. <laughs> it, it speaks to what AK's mindset is. And while a lot of Bulls fans are calling for blowing up, things like that, that's just not the methodology of our president of basketball operations. That's not to say he won't make big moves. Uh, he made them already, but I think now that he made those big moves, it's more about trying to fit in and plug the holes as you go and spring the leaks that pop up in that time. So um, I, I, I love what you said on that. I agree with you. For me, the thing that I'm looking for the most in the month of February is can we start getting some type of consistency from our role player? Specific, no, let me not even say role. I, I use that, and I say that, and it's a cop-out. I own Patrick Williams. We oh, need, like, we care about. there's only two, like, and Kobe White. And Kobe, but Kobe's being consistent in areas. His shooting hasn't been consistent, but almost everything else about his games has been consistent this season. Io and Patrick Williams need to step up. Yeah. Io, especially like the, the let me not say especially, but sometimes the Io's hesitancy of shooting. We we talk about P Will and, and I call him passive P, but I think sometimes we overlook just because he's always aggressive on on defense, how passive io is on offense as well there's so many times where io puts himself in worse situations because he just hesitated to shoot a wide open three and then the, the bunnies the missed bunnies we we, we i need io to step up and be a little bit more consistent if we get because we've been solidly the last 25 games the big three for the most part have played like a big three yeah if io and, and pat can step up into their roles and play a little bit more consistent, whether it is just give us amazing defense and take your open shots, hit your open shots. If we just adding that into this team would make us so much more of a consistent team. Yeah. And, and listen, the teams that are good, the teams that already are set, the teams that you look at, right? What's the biggest ad for Boston was what? Malcolm Brogdon. That was huge. I got a guy on my bench that I know I can leave out there and he can be the focal point on offense, right? Like th those are the things, right? And when we talked about them getting to the finals last year, right? It was Derek White stepping up. It was Grant Williams stepping up, Robert Williams stepping up, Al Horford stepping up. It, it was the other guys stepping up that you look at and you're like, yeah, they can play, but how are they going to step up on both ends of the court? That's what you need to see. And I think I've said this, right? Like there's a lot of teams that expected that step to come this year. That, ha that it hasn't come for, right? So it's not just the Chicago Bulls. It it's a weird year for the NBA, if we're being 100% honest. Like, um, but I, I think the I think the biggest thing now that you can look at and, and try to build on and hope for right now is that they do step up because over the last 20, what, Zach, Vooch, and DeMar are all averaging, I think Vooch is averaging 20-plus. I think Zach, I know Zach is averaging almost 25. And DeMar's averaging 26, something like that. So, like, they're playing. Is it up and down? Are there moments that are bad? For sure, right? You lose the OKC, bad. But it helps a lot if we look at those other guys and we say, you know what, though? Uh, I have to look at Zach Levine. I have to look at DeMar DeRozan because Patrick Williams gave me 10. 
today or or mm-hmm. 15. Uh, Io DeSumo gave me 10 today. You know what I mean? Like Kobe White gave me 10. Those moments, the, the games where we were most upset at our big three were because we looked around at everybody else. We was like, everybody else showed up. Yeah. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah, that's true. And and it's, and it's not like we need either. We need both Patrick Williams and Io to to score big every single game. But like just one of them, right? It'd be nice if we could have a starting five of all five players being over, being in double digit uh, points. And I think that's what something that AK actually said at the start of the season. Listen, they have the ability to, and some of that is on coaching. But I'm putting the most of that on the players, like because just see. Io just hitting the open layups that he misses, plus the threes that he passes up, that's a 10-point-per-game player right there. Yeah. Easily. He's not confident in this game right now. At all. I think, At all. I not think, on offense. Uh, yeah, not on offense, right? I, I, I mean, I, I, I'd question the defense as well, but I, I don't know if he's confident in that or not. I, he doesn't look not confident. He just looks not in the right spot, I guess. Um, he, he's getting cooked quite a bit. But – uh. <laughs> But I, I think that the one thing that that we could say about uh, Io offensively is very similar to P. Will, right? Like he's to a point now where if Zach Levine kicks the ball out to the corner to him, he's swinging it, yeah, quickly, yeah. So, and that's that's not the Io that I thought we were getting. You know what I mean? But yeah. hey, I mean, th- there's there's a lot that plays into it. There's a lot that, that, that there's not a lot of basketball left, so you got to figure this out quickly if you're yeah. going to do anything this season. But it, unfortunately, right where I'm at now, it feels like the Bulls are resigned to next season being their year. To make their move, yeah, for sure. Because, I, I mean, like, you hear Billy Donovan talking about Lonzo. I think a lot hinged on Lonzo. I think that's a problem at the end of the day. I like I like Lonzo. I like Lonzo a lot. We shouldn't be hinging our, hitching our team to him. Like, he shouldn't be the main thing that makes his team go. Um and I think they don't want to bring in another point guard presence long term because they do believe in Lonzo and they do believe in I mean, he's only what he's 26, 25, like 25. I think he's, he's young as heck. So in their minds, they're probably like, yo, show us a couple of years. You bounce back. We give you another deal. Yeah. 25 years old. He turned 25 in October. So it would be 26 at the start of next season. Um and that's still he, he still can have a, a long career ahead of him. He just if Lonzo can start being healthy, meaning. The way I look at it, full 82-game season, if he can play anywhere between 60 and 65 games, you said before, that's a full season in, in the modern full NBA. If he, over the next two years, that he got two years left on his contract after this one, can play upwards of 60 games in each one of them, give him another contract. It's not going to be as big. You're not getting $20 million, but give him another contract. <laughs> No, yeah, hey, you're not getting get, get ready for this nice 10 to 12, my boy. Yeah, 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 bro. Get ready for yeah. this nice 10 to 12, my boy. Yeah, that next deal about to be real humbling for him, bro. Unless he now I'll say this if he comes out firing for the next two years and makes like an all NBA team and becomes an all-star, then you may have you may have your case. But other than that, bro, you you getting you getting mid-level exception type money plus a little bit on top. He turns into Drew Holiday over the next two years, and then we got to eat everything we said. Everything. Everything. I, that's okay. I'll do it. it turn into Drew Holiday. You turn into oh. Drew Holiday, I'll take back everything I've said about you right now. Gladly. Gladly. <laughs> Gladly. But that's it from us for the day, brother. Uh, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls, man. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Patrick Williams is trash. Just trying to make sure I save his career. Wanted to get that in there before the episode ended. <laughs> you know, It'd be hilarious if we find out if like 
five years from now, like, Pat, how'd you turn your game around? Well, there are these podcasters, and one of them said I was trash every single episode, and I wanted to prove him wrong. Bro, uh, bro, <laughs> I, apparently, every time I say this man is trash, he goes off for like 15 plus. So I'm just trying to save Pat Will's career. I love you, P. Will. I want you to be good. You're trash. <laughs> You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Path the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace.